What's up, everybody? This is Watching Wild Black, uh, or Being Wild Black, because we're going to do something a little different this time, and instead of doing a movie or show review, we're going to just talk about random topic off the cuff and see how that goes. <laughs> we did record this a while back, so keep that in mind, and let us know if you like this format. So, here we are, just jiving, I don't know. <laughs> Shaking and jiving. That's the old lady thing. No, that's like that's like old te- old lady Texas. That's like old lady Southern. Shucking and driving. Shucking and driving. You know how we roll. I was gonna say driving. Shucking and driving. You know yeah, we're here in Texas. You know Texas I mean, would you be a pretty awesome. Driving in Texas. You know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, a lot of yeah. shucking too. The Texas would be a pretty awesome state if it weren't for some things. But I think it's a pretty great place. I don't think I want to move anywhere. I love Texas. I've loved Texas since I was a kid. Like, the wide open spaces, like, everywhere else I go seems so closed in and close together after having grown up in Texas that, like, no matter where I go, I always want to come back to Texas. Yeah. yeah. You went to Kentucky earlier. We wanted to go back to Texas. Right, even to Kentucky, bro. It's super white, too. Texas is super white, if you really think about it. Yeah. Texas is super white, but, like, I'm I mean, used to the Texas white people. Like, I know what that was up with them. I know. You remember, like, we were in Kentucky, and that white guy, those white guys in the truck were trying to intimidate us? Yeah. And, and I was just like, I'm from Texas, fool. You I don't, don't scare me. You don't scare me at all, it's, bro. Like, Texas is a different kind of white. It's yeah. like there's a lot of white people in Texas, but there's also so many other races. Yeah, it's like all mixed up, yeah. And there's still a whole bunch of black people, so it's like, mm. yeah, you know, like we're not scared of you guys. Especially yeah. growing up, I only know like black people. I don't know any white people. So like. people talk about Texas like it's <laughs> wild, you know, like it's like oh everyone has a gun and everyone's shooting people up and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but like, but like when you're from Texas, it's pretty calm. It, it ain't all that. Yeah, it's a calm place. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty safe out here in comparison to other places. Are we doxing ourselves? <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> we should tell her, like, your exact location. <laughs> no, like, we're, we're not. We're still we're not Texas is the big ass place. It's true. It is. It's so huge. At least you know it for Texas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> her accents. It's weird because I was having a conversation with my cousin. I was like, we don't have accents. And she was like, no, we don't. But then I was like, hold on. I have, like, this little twang, and I can twang. feel it when Maybe. I talk. Yeah. Like, I can't say words with the T yeah. very well. Yeah, I usually notice it with, like, certain certain words. Like, when I say, like, Tom or, like, whatever, he would say, like, oh, is he saying Tom? I want to say time or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I thought you were saying Tom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I can't say Aubrey. Aubrey. Whoa. I can't bro. say a lot of words. Bro, like. Whenever I hear black people talking, sometimes I can tell they're from Texas. Like, if, if I don't know where they're from and I hear them talking, I'm like, oh, that black person's from Texas, you know? Yeah. I think when I was younger, it wasn't as bad. Like, my accent's not thick whatsoever, but I have an accent. But when I was younger, I know my mom, she was very, she was, she was, like, real strict about us saying and pronouncing words really well. Because she was, like, trying to conceal the accent. Like, she really didn't have much of an accent, my mom. And like my dad's from New York, he had a very thick accent. Cool. And when he uh, when he met her, he was like, "Are you from here?" Because he moved from Texas to California to New York, and he I mean from New York to Texas, no, from New York to California then to Texas. And he was like, "Are you from here?" And she was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You're not from here. You don't sound like it." And she was like, "Yes, I am." And he was like, "No, you're not." And then she started. Like she, <laughs> she stopped concealing the accent. So she was real big about making sure we knew how to properly pronounce words. And I think she kind of, she succeeded, but also failed because I still have a hard time pronouncing things. 
I got a question. So as far as Texas goes, is this a Texas thing or is it like a Southern thing? Ainy, Ain. Ainy, like auntie. You know, like yeah, Ainy? like aunt. As in your aunt. Yeah. My ain this, my ain that. My aunt, my Ainy. Yeah. I don't so, know what that's. I think it's Southern. Yeah, because... Like, how do you spell that, right? Yeah, like you, you I've never it seen it spelled. I only hear people say it, and I know it from context what they're saying. But if I didn't, like, if I, I want to know if other people know what we're saying when we say my ain't this, my ain't like, that. Sometimes I'm talking to someone yeah. from like New York or something like that, and I'll say, like, oh my, my ain't Trina. Or, yeah, they say their aunt. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, what are you like whatever. Yeah. I think the ain't and the aunt. Wait, no, ain't and what's the other one? My my aunt? my. No, it's like my aim. My well, that's what you say with their name though. My aim, uh, whoever, whatever name is. Oh my, my aim. Oh, like my aim. My my aim. God, I get like every aunt. time I just think of my actual aunt's name. I think it's like some southern name. Okay. Um, well, Patrice. My aim, Lucy. Common. Lucy is com- not that common anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, oh, is it's this okay. a Texas thing? Like whenever people dip their biscuits in syrup. I think well gravy too though. Gravy. I think that's a southern thing. Yeah. And I don't dip. I usually um I, I just that. lather my. I just like put butter. I just like cut it in half, butter it, and then put the syrup on it and then put eat the syrup it. Syrup on it. See, yeah. I, I, like I don't dip it. I, mean, well, I, I used to though. I used to put it in a little bowl and dip it. Yeah. yeah. I used to do that because mom. That was when I was a kid. I think that's just a southern thing. Cause I, I talk. Yeah. Because like, I usually speak to people. I, I got a friend from New York. The, it had, so, like, it gets less. It gets less syrup on your fingers. Because you can just like. Mm. And just eat it like that, and you're good. Like a scone. <gasps> See, I love scones. I'm uh-huh. making them too. Never had oh, scones. You should have. A, we're gonna get some scones. Blueberry one scone. One okay. I like the raspberry. Why are we whispering? <laughs> I don't know. Why. I don't know. Why are we whispering? No. I don't know why. I love. Um, I love. Dipping my biscuits, and I like to cut, like like you said, cut in half, put the butter inside, put the butter on top while it's still a little hot. Oh, man, yeah, because then it melts in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Mm, so that's like a jam. That's a jam. Because biscuits can be deadly and dry. <laughs> that's a gr- dry. That, I agree, I agree. So you put, like, the little the um, butter in the middle while it's melting, and then put the other half on top oh. so it melts inside both sides? Yes. Yeah. I'll even put the jam inside, because, you know, if you get cold jam... Yes. Be. Although you have to melt the butter before you put the jam on, because otherwise the jam will keep the butter from melting. It's true. Unless, this is such a weird. I like to keep mine. Some people keep their this. jam in the fridge. I like to keep my jam on the counter. But like, do you? Is it not a thing you have to refrigerate after opening? It's recommended, but I don't always do things the way they're supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Which sounds really bad because that can kill like, me. Like, do they get moldy? Do they? <laughs> some, I mean, could they? they? Some, they could possibly. See, the thing this with jams like, uh, some, they sometimes they have fruit pieces in it. Yes. So there's different ones. So you have like the marmalade, which typically has the fruit in it. Then you have Queen preserves. Lady marmalade. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, do you? <laughs> you have like I, I can't the not preserves say that. that also tend to have fruit in them. Which is hence the name preserve because it's preserving typically the fruit depending upon the type. And then you also have like the jams and jellies. Those tend to not have fruit yeah, in it's them. Weird. I don't like the kind with like fruit bits in it. I don't either. It kind of gets in the way, but I'll eat it's, it. If especially it's if you're trying to like. Yeah, they yeah I don't know. Like you're spread, to, like, spread if you're trying it. to spread it. It just rips up the bread. Like, yeah, nice. I also don't like the kind that has like little um, <laughs> uh, seeds in it. Like the blackberry jam with seeds. Yeah, see, jams tend to have seeds in them, but jellies are always. See, 
clear. I found a blackberry jam, and it's my favorite jam to get when I'm at the store. But I found a blackberry jam by Smuckers that is seedless, and that's the that's the like only jam I'll get when I'm at the store. See, it's hard to find good jams to be honest. I like to, but I will say the only time I tend to use marmalade is if I'm making like a chutney, or if I'm making like a. Like, I'm using it to make a sauce or something else. Like, I make this orange chicken. I'll use marmalade Dang. for the orange chicken. That's so fancy, bro. Fancy. Add, like, the, you, add your, <laughs> you add the soy sauce and, like, the, the rice wine vinegar and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm about for it. For the sake. And then you sake, let it. Sake. Bro, she be getting for real in this <laughs> kitchen, bro. <laughs> It makes sense. I didn't even know difference. you put sake in orange chicken. Yeah, because there's this stuff called mirin sake. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but it's spelled M I R I N sake. And it's pretty much rice vinegar of some sort. Um, oh, I know. I've seen that before. It, it gives, it's it's, uh, it's uh, clear, right? Yes. See, I've seen that before. And it gives most Asian foods, like, like East Asian foods, like that distinctive taste that you don't really know what it is it's like tangy it's, it's like, like tangy kind of sweet well that's why my my all of my um whenever i try to make uh uh stir fryer or fried rice it's always trash because i don't have any of the like actual <laughs> ingredients that i need the closest thing you can get to that is like white wine vinegar which it does i've used that before it, you gotta add uh, sugar to it because that's the difference what? no i have because sugar no. has such a high um Rice has such a high sugar content, and but, different kinds do. And I think they use short grain rice to make that type of sake, if I remember uh, correctly. I think I don't know how to find short grain rice because I feel like every time I look at rice, it's always long grain, and I don't know if we even have short grain rice um, to be found. Yeah. Maybe in Whole Foods. But like, no, uh, just get sushi rice. Like I've seen it now at Walmart. I've seen it. Go to Winco. I love to shop there. Uh, Winco is all over the U.S. So. <laughs> like, right. they're really for, great. Please. They have uh, bulk rice. <laughs> and you can <laughs> buy it by the bag. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Whole Foods in a white part of town, no matter what, what part, you know. One thing I will say, I respect Sprouts because they are everywhere. Yeah, like, they don't oh care. man, yeah. The the, I will is, go to a Sprouts in a minute. But it's bad. The bad thing is they don't always have such a huge like, selection. selection. Like, you have, like, this bulk area which you're just buying a bunch of unhealthy candy. Or, like, no, no, chips. they have grains and stuff there. They have grains too, and beans and stuff. But it's very I limited. get flaxseed from there. It's for my hair, though. It's not yeah. for eating. You don't like flaxseeds? I, I don't really eat them. I, well, actually, so once I made uh, these muffins that, and one of the ingredients was ground flaxseed, so mm-hmm. I used it for that. But other than that, no, I'll, I'll, I'll um, boil it for the uh, flaxseed oil for my hair. Yeah, okay. Which I've, is really uh, handy. When I was younger, I used to do that. It took too much time, in my opinion. I, it's, it, see, for me, I, it's, even though the, whatever time it takes, it's, it's still the best thing for me because like everything else I tried doesn't work on my hair. Yeah. Um, and then that's the only thing that leaves my hair shiny. It leaves it uh, together. Yeah. I mean, not right now. Obviously, my hair is trash right now. But like when I'm actually first have first, you know, twist it, you know, it's the only thing that uh, uh, actually has a lot of hold in, in my hair. It's, it has, you know, everything that I need it to do, it does. Yeah. And nothing else does all of the things that it does. I agree with that statement. When I d- was using it, I used it for a couple years until it was like during my high school years. <laughs> high school years. High school years. Didn't exist. Um, <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> but, 
when I was. It's been years that would have been high school. Years at my teen. I was saying my teen years, because uh, I had a lot more time than on my hands. Is that now, now though. What? No. Am I tripping? Oh, man. Okay. No, 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 it's not now. Okay. Not now. Oh my god. I'm, Forget my age. Know. Yes, yes. No, I didn't, because I was thinking like, what? Hold on. <laughs> I got it wrong. I, listen, math is not my. I only do story math. Okay. Oh, we'll get into that later. Oh really? Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I will say it defined my hair extremely well. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the, the curl pattern, everything. Yeah. It, the only thing was, it didn't always go well with certain products, which I guess that's when you have like a self-made thing and versus a, you know, something that's made that's in a factory. It, you know, it does have a. It's gonna have a different effect. It's also gonna have less chemicals, which is also a thing I like about it. But one thing I will say, like now they start selling stuff like that in stores and. They add stuff they to add it. They add so much mess to it. Like, it just breaks your hair out. Like, my hair, my, like, natural hair is just gone at this point. Since <laughs> you're talking about hair, like, do y'all know what to use for y'all scalps and whatnot? No, I don't. Because, like, my scalp is dry and, and like, well, actually, the flaxseed. The, actually, the flaxseed oil does help with that, to be honest. Um, if I keep applying it, usually I don't because I'm just trash at um, keep hair maintenance, yeah. right? Um, because that takes too much time for me. That just every single the every day of it is why my hair looks trash because I'm, I'm not going to uh, keep that up every single day. Dang, black hair is a lot of freaking work, by the way, it's y'all. It is so much work. That's why I cut my hair off. See, I've cut my hair off multiple times throughout my life because when I was younger, my mom, she was really into, like, the whole, like, she was all into, like, the whole natural thing or whatever she felt was best for us independently. Mm-hmm. Like, my little sister, her curl pattern is kind of loose, and she has, like, jet back, black, long, wavy hair. Uh and so for her doing her her hair was so easy but you know for me my hair was not as loose which it's still like in its defined state was still loose but it was not it was just coarse but it was also because the texture was different it was a bit more complicated so i tend to she would wear like we would do like um well i don't know how she did it she had magic hands in my opinion like she she was able to keep my hair like retain at a nice length for me and she kept it sh- cut short because it was not gonna mm. like long hair that's thick it's too much to do and then same thing with my older sister like we kind of almost had similar uh textures and everything do you have do you have that multi-texture hair uh that because uh, i often hear about it that like sometimes uh there's hair that like is um is coarse in parts and then looser in other parts and then it's difficult to keep both parts happy yes in the back part of my hair it's very loose like even like right now my hair is straightened it doesn't even look straightened but it's straightened and um the back part i think i destroyed it (laughs) (laughs) because it's not as coarse as the top part and like i could put like water and gel on it and it just kind of spirals versus Mm. the other parts they're a bit more dense they don't respond the same way and because of that when i was uh younger my mom she would do like keratin treatments and stuff like that because she was like it's kind of the only way your hair won't be dry and break out your head and she was like the back is fine but if you want to keep your hair you have to do something to it so Hmm. my older sister wasn't as complicated but i do think that we as black people have actually lost part of our hair care you know like through in through slavery through through being removed from our roots have actually lost part of 
what what we actually did to keep our hair nice you know it's hard to it's one of those weird things because it's like one thing i realized with like beauticians like it's a it's like to be a hairstylist it's actually a science and it's yeah. you had to be very skilled and i was actually speaking to a stylist uh the other day because i have photos for work we have to do like photos because i'm now in like a professional more professional setting and they're like so people know who you are we have to do photos and she was they were like you know <laughs> it's i hate, uh, I hate, I hate it I hate but photos. i understand Especially because I'm dealing with people's finances, so they have to be able to. They have to be able to trust me. You like to know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) So and so I was like, okay. So I was speaking to a stylist, and she was explaining to me. She was like, the beauty of black hair in general is you can do anything. You can do anything. She was like, don't ever feel some type of way if you go and get a relaxer or if you go get a curly perm because she was like we're like our hair is the only hair that can actually take stuff like this especially multiple times and then she was explaining like you can actually re um you can actually correct your hair versus if someone with straight hair uh were to try to correct something that they did like a like a perm like a curly perm mm-hmm. uh, they are damaging their hair to have to start completely over she was like you know you have the luxury of re um creating the bonds in your hair to make it back to the way it was and it's yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that and she was explaining also she was like you know certain things aren't best for anybody with uh curly hair in general like like even keratin treatments really aren't that healthy for black hair because the protein we don't really need it because our hair is already thick that's what makes the hair so, so versatile coarse and versatile and then um she was like, you know, texturizers really aren't what people think they are. Uh, they really don't change the curl pattern. They just open the bonds on top so your hair is able to absorb moisture. And so when that happens, she was like, it's going to change the way it looks. It's not the same thing as somebody getting a relaxer and it's straightening their hair. And she was like, even with relaxers, it's not, it was never intended to completely straighten anybody's hair because that's damaging. And then she, like, she explained, like, also historically, like, the stuff that a lot of African cultures would use like a lot of the products even if it was like clay and stuff like that it kind of had a a similar effect but because we lost all that knowledge we don't know we lost all the knowledge and just via via being moved from location there was probably not any of the stuff Mm -hmm. that we actually had in africa here uh you know the materials were probably lost we had to uh, figure it out from what we could use here like castor oil and all of that you know like oh yeah because castor oil is actually native to africa dang why you mess us up i know (laughs) but one thing i will say a lot of the things that you we can like a lot of things that are for our hair or that we could use in our hair and like beeswax actually works really great in black hair that's something mm-hmm. i also use i used to mix the beeswax in with my flaxseed gel and make like a pomade with it hair loves honey as well oh yeah it's it so honey. great but it gets sticky yeah you have to so there's a there's a, a honey hemp conditioner that they have for um oyen oyen mm-hmm. homemade you know oyen is um it means honey or whatever uh, like uh, and then like so th- th- they're a business out of New York uh, and they uh, have make they use honey as a base for a lot of their um, products including their honey hemp conditioner which is like that my hair really loved that like it's really expensive like I don't really usually get it but it, it that is like one of the one of my hair's favorite things you know 
see it. It's so hard to find good products, though. It really is. Like, it's completely, completely difficult. Yeah, I'm still learning. I, I, like, at this point, I feel like I've exhausted the list of the natural hair products on the shelf, and most of them have destroyed my hair. And even the ones that initially my hair responded really well to, they're now, like, they're changing the formulas and they don't tell people. And you'll read the back and it'll look the same, but the ingredient quantities differs and that affects your hair so much like i think like my biggest issue now is like like the dry scalp like we've all just said we have yeah and oh yeah breakage like i constantly both both of those me as well yeah my hair doesn't accept moisture also it like does not it hate it like, like anything i try to put on it water oil can uh, you know uh creams yeah it, absolutely anything like that i put on my hair it does it just, does, it just yeah. drains right off of it it yeah. doesn't it doesn't actually sink into it uh, my hair doesn't even feel it you know like like and that's the porosity thing and a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't know about it like i don't know how to fix it. About it and often like they say oh it's genetic most things aren't really genetic they're more so epigenetic meaning it's just like the environmental and mm. when things when that happens is like typically when your hair grows out of your scalp it's typically healthy We'll say generally it's healthy because what you eat affects how it grows out of your hair. Ooh, I eat trash, to be honest. I used to eat really well, especially growing up, because we really didn't have much of a choice. Had to eat what was in the house. My mom used to eat, like, barley and blueberries and things of that nature. That sounds so cool. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, it was okay. And then once we got older, we started eating, like, unhealthy things. But now, like, like, I will say, like, out of my entire family because my family's pretty big i think my like my family like my mom and her children like we're like the smallest mm-hmm. so i i see why she had us eating the things we would eat but it did affect how our hair would grow and like everything i will say skin like skin related that's not even part of this let me not get into that because i will say i i never had skin problems yeah, but that is a part of it. your scalp is a part, a part of, of that yeah like, like i never had issues with my scalp but like my sister she used to have acne real bad we think that was stress related she was one of those weird kids that stressed about things that had nothing to do with her like really bad but me and my little sister we didn't have those problems <laughs> we didn't have I those problems that. I that. you're one of those kids too no 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 no, no. oh no 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 <laughs> No, I don't think so. You, you were stressed a lot as a child. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just stressing just because I was. I don't know why I was just stressing. You were stressed. You were stressed a lot, right? Like about a lot of random stuff, you know. Wow. I still yeah. do be stressed about some stuff. I'm chill now. Which I'm, he's a host. <laughs> I don't know. You said it like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chill. I'm chill. I mean, don't don't ask me for it. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Like, it, the food does affect the scalp, too. And then, like, I found, like, you know, greasing the sta- scalp is not always recommended. But something my mom would do that, like, when the natural community kind of became a thing, that they started recommending a lot of things that really weren't good for hair in general, whether it be black hair or or, or not. Like um, they didn't know. They don't know. They still don't they know. They still don't know. They're just, it's just a big experiment, especially considering it's all grassroots. Mm-hmm. No like uh, official organization or whatever is trying to figure out black hair it's all basically black women trying to figure out what to do with their hair yeah and the bad thing about that is like they're kind of like preaching to the choir a whole bunch of stuff that's scientifically wrong because like the weird the weird thing that the thing that i find weird is like when you go to like a hair school which i haven't gone to but i've did study 
chemistry and I was looking into like every aspect for quite some time um one thing you'll find is like even people that don't have like a lot of the black hair products that we used to use that were actually effective and they actually work they no longer sell them on the shelves anymore or they're hard like blue magic like blue magic stuff like that but also a lot of them were formulated with the help of scientists of other um races which which may sound tricky but they were giving helping them find the information that they needed especially during harder times when things weren't easily ready or available to us they they weren't helping they were helping them formulate these different things and giving helping them with the information and stuff like that and one thing you'll find is at the base root all hair is chemically the same the only thing that differs is like the hydrogen bonds and things like that inside of them and the protein content and whatnot and you can't even find products like that on the shelves. But one thing I will say, that pink oil moisturizer used to always have me hooked up. Oh, the the, the one in the pink bottle. Yes, I know that one. Because our grandma used to have her own beauty salon. You you know right? Like, yeah. Have you ever seen? Would you see? Were you there to so, see I'm her? Because I feel like you uh, uh, we you were over you were here like uh, really early on. Yeah, but like my my grandmother, <laughs> my great grandmother used to have her own beauty salon, and like I saw all the products come through there. Uh, it's serious. Like yeah, uh, pink, 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 pink oil moisturizer. Pink oil. L- yeah, it was called pink something. Yeah, and it was in a pink bottle. Like the kind of reddish cap. Pink oil, pink, pink oil, oil moisturizer. They had one like that, and then they had one where it was a pink. There was a, a cap. brown cap. Like they made different. There was different brands and different variations, but you kind of know the one. Yeah. You know the newer one. Yeah, my mom Sweet. tried to give me that one time. But yeah, like um, I think maybe the flaxseed oil might be helpful for your scalp. But like I don't know because your scalp is really different. Because like a lot of times, I don't know. A lot of times I'm trying to figure out like uh, why does it uh, flake? Up? Flake? Yeah. Why does it flake know. quite so much? Because that that's a lot of flake and like and then like um, it sometimes it seems like there's a thing that's irritating me. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't know. Cause I, and the soft spot. Uh, that doesn't go away. Spot. I have no idea. She was because she was doing my hair. She said I had a soft spot. I don't you know. do, yeah, and but because it was you were really sensitive in that spot as well too. But it, like it also me. didn't go away or whatever. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's like sensitive right here, right here, like right here, especially Maybe right here. It could be because you like how often do you wear your head wraps? I mean, even when I had my um afro and everything. Yeah, no, yeah, that was before that. Before even, like had my flat top. Anything. Yeah, flat top. Because oh, wow. like I was, I braided the flat top or twist, twisted it, twisted it. It was weird. I don't know. I got to do some more research about my hair. But also, like, I, I was just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, heavy-handed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The cry. Oh, yeah. He's sitting there with tears rolling down. Oh, really? It was my first time, Dick. I didn't really. You did for your first time, for real. People often, like, will look at my hair, you know, like, you know, when I'm when it's actually, when I've actually done it, you know. Um, and they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I like I like the who did it." And, and when I say I did it, they're like, "Oh, do you do? They're, they're trying to get me to do their hair." And I'm like, "I guarantee you, you don't you want, want me to do that. Bro. You do not want me to do that." Having like a bunch of mad customers, right? <laughs> oh my god! And I, cause, cause, understand, I know I could make money doing that. Yeah, you yeah. know, especially with the number of people who ask me. You know. Yeah. Um, I could have been making so much money I doing that, but I knew I'd be jacking up somebody's hair. I didn't want to do that. I mean, I guess if you could keep keep, keep going, like yeah, if I kept, yeah, there. yeah, but my first customers would be the experiments, wouldn't they? They would be, but and like I can barely do my own. Yeah, 
but it, there's an there you can't find good hair care here like you cannot no. you, you, they have to do it that way via word of mouth via blah blah blah. you know oh i see how your hair is how did, who did you get to do yours you know kind of thing yeah. because there's just no we're in the south no. and there is no good black hair care here I feel like it's all in the north, or and like northeast as well. Maybe yeah. maybe California as well. I'm not, I'm not certain, but like, dang. I think what a lot of it is also nowadays, like, which I understand now that I'm a bit older and I've been reading more into this stuff. I understand it. Like, it got to the point to where caught like beauty beauty salons <laughs> and parlors. Sorry. They started requ- <laughs> requiring that people had um, licenses. Oh yes, and they did that because people were destroying folks' hair, and mm-hmm. it was becoming like like people were taking legal action and stuff like that. And people were like, "Oh, they're trying to stop us! They're trying to stop us!" Like, no, like legally, like almost anything that's a business has some type of regulation, mm-hmm. and it's needed for a reason. And when you realize, like, you go to a salon and you pay someone like two hundred fifty dollars and know. they destroy your hair, I want you to make I want to make sure you know what you're doing too. For real, like the amount that they charge is wild and it's literally because of of rarity like you know it's it's well it, it is time it's some to, to, to a certain extent because braiding hair and all of that it, it takes so much time uh, black hair takes so much time and obviously they want to be compensated for their time but they should also know that you're being compensated for your skill as well exactly. if you are charging someone over you know over a hundred dollars you know one hairdo and you don't know what you're doing, like that's that's basically a scam, guys. It is a scam. Yeah, like, like don't they like some people like charge you for like parting your hair, just like oh. parting your hair, so you gotta, like part just part yourself. I think a lot of social media has gotten in the way of also the way these people are creating their their I guess their um, their pricing and their menus or whatever you want to call it. Because I've seen that too, where like they'll charge you for washing your hair if your like oh if your hair is oh, dirty. Then, like blown out or something like that. Yeah, like you gotta make sure your hair is blown out. You gotta make sure your hair is part. You gotta make sure your hair is this, this, that, and the third. It's like if I'm paying you for a service, yeah. I expect you to do everything to it. Because if I could wash my hair properly, if I could part it properly, I wouldn't be coming to a stylist. Also, you, the, the, the way that uh, uh, so, that someone can wash your hair at a beauty salon is way different because they have all of the actual, you know, and you can put your, you know, your neck in the thing, you know, like you know, you don't necessarily have all of that equipment. Um, I feel like I'm arguing towards the um, the other, you know what I mean, the yeah, other side. I feel yeah, like I'm arguing yeah. towards, like, this is why you would have to pay for that. But. Yeah. Like, another thing is a lot of products that are good for hair, we can't even get because you have to be a stylist to get them. That's another what issue. What the fuck? Yeah, like, a lot of the good moisturizers, a lot of the moisturizers that work, because, like, a lot of, the thing is, like, if you naturally have curly hair, you're typically, your hair is going to be a lower porosity because that keeps your hair from losing its hydrogen and protein bonds and all that extra stuff. I'm not quite sure the exact thing, so I'm just not for certain. But the porosity level, if it's too high, everything's going to escape. If it's uh, normal, it can it can open and close healthily on its own. If it's extremely low, your hair is trying to prevent it from damaging itself. And it's in the end, that's still damaging. Right. So it's like preventing stuff from coming in as it, well as going out. Exactly. Ew. And my hair. The thing is, a lot right. of alkaline. <laughs> that was not even words. That was not even words. <laughs> I was just mad at the end. I'm sorry. Just angry. <laughs> <laughs> that was me growling. Just gr gr Like, but, like, the only way you can have these products is if um, you're a stylist and these products tend to be, uh, like, they have their pH balance to f- 
fix certain types of hair. What the fuck? Like, like if you have low porosity hair, you need things that are alkaline to go into your hair. But most things that sit on the shelf are acidic. So that doesn't help you. It just makes your hair drier. It makes everything fall off more. And the only thing that you could do to do it to fix that is to get an alkalizing product or alkalizing treatment, which are similar to like the relaxers and things like that, which. You know, even then, like like going back to what I said earlier, relaxers aren't meant to technically permanently straighten your hair. It's not supposed to keep it completely straight. It's just to open the bonds. But people have used these things the wrong way. But even then, Yo. it's all just a bunch of mess. So in my grandma's salon, like, so my mom, when I was a kid, she would constantly have my hair relaxed, like, all the time. Like, I would have these big like sores on my head from from relaxers like all the time scabs yeah Yeah, um all the time uh, (laughs) from from relaxers um and she she was adamant that i not have my normal my 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 regular hair like that it would be uh so the way she grew up is like any you know visible blackness yeah. basically like is a is a discount against you or you know is a count against you or whatever yeah. and like whenever I went natural like that was whenever I actually had control over my own doing my own hair I was like I don't want to do this I don't want sores all yeah. in my head I don't want to do I don't want to do this you know I don't want to have to keep this up I don't want to have to pay so much to go to a beauty salon I don't want to go to a beauty salon in the first place because I hate those places and like I don't like you know being around other humans who are annoying whatever yeah. you know like <laughs> like I hate you know like it's, it, even even from the um you know yeah even from the environment mental standpoint like they're not happy places for a person like me obviously because i'm if you're weird they're just they're literally just gonna like act like you're weird and tell you're weird whatever at at a beauty salon because it's like a it's like a uh, okay you know it's like a weird i don't know mean girls is not the correct term i feel like for uh how black ladies are because you know what i mean like whenever you said it i don't know what i don't know another way to put it yeah yeah i don't know another way but like um, and it's also really, really expensive. And I'd be like, I am, I am paying for this now. I don't want to do this, you know? Yeah. And so when I went natural, my mom was like angry. She was she mad. Was, she uh, was like, she, was, she went off. She was going oh, she off, was, bro. She like she, she act like I was, I was proposing to go and murder people for oh a living gosh. or something like, like her whole thing was like. If you get natural hair, you're not going to be able to get a job in Texas. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Because of that. And it was like right. It was right before. It was like right before. Like right at the time everyone was going natural. Like like yeah. not a lot of people were doing it. Right. You know. But I was like, I'm doing that because I don't want to deal with any of this nonsense. Okay. Um, and if I can do it myself, I will. Because that's just the type of person I am. You know. Um even my nana she brought my nana in on it my, <laughs> my nana was also like oh girl i don't know what you're doing yeah. you know like yeah. like it was just like it was a whole thing. scenario and i'm like this is a choice i'm making about my head oh yeah oh yeah my auntie as well i get it too because i've like my mom like she was like she would go back and forth she did like she just liked to have her hair however she felt like it like so she it, being natural was never an issue for her it, but she was like, I'm telling you, if you're going to do it, don't listen to a lot of the stuff that you hear. Because, like, I remember one time she was like, um, I was listening to this video, and I had it playing out loud. And we were, I was on her computer, and she was like, the girl was saying on the video, she was like, 
don't use small tooth combs it's just ripping out your hair and she was like also don't brush your hair like daily that's not for our kind of hair and stuff like that and my mom was like first off I don't think she was like first off if you don't detangle your hair using any kind of comb whether it's a fine tooth or not she was like she was like you're gonna end up with knots in your hair like the single strand See? knots and she was like also brushing your hair is also a good way to prevent your hair from like your scalp from drying out because she was like your hair will produce the your scalp will produce the oils and if you don't brush it and move it around then it's just gonna sit and it'll cause buildup on your scalp which mm. some people do have an issue with oily scalp and she was like sometimes too much oil can make your scalp flake i really didn't listen to her because i was like this girl's hair is cute so i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do what she said to do and each person's hair is each person's hair though yeah. you know like and also sometimes i think the they're the people in the video like they're not doing to their hair what they're telling other people exactly. to do to their hair yeah that's true they might be have just got their hair done at a salon and they're like, okay, this is how I did it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have listened because eventually that's what happened. I even got to the point where my to where like once like my hair was healthy enough to where it was defined itself, like I could wash it, it'd be defined and curled, and it it was in healthy state. It, like it wasn't dr- too dry or anything like that. My scalp wasn't bothering me. But like as soon as that happened, I started getting. I was still not listening to my mom. I was not combing through with like the fine tooth comb, and I wasn't detangling with like a regular comb often like how the girl said to and I wasn't brushing my hair often and sure enough I ended up uh with a lot of shingle strength knots I even had like dreads <laughs> like naturally forming in the middle of my hair had a lot of webbing at the top from the dreads trying to form and also from it not being combed through mm-hmm. so like I learned like don't listen to that mess like like I know everybody's hair is different but also maintenance is important so the people that tell you don't comb your hair they're lying yeah, those biracial <laughs> girls with the loose hair with the things like they they be messing us up, bro. Like, that's true. Like I do this like this, like that. Like also, that. like I feel like a lot of times when people are like, "Oh, my hair is four C," it's not. No. And I'm like, if your hair is four C, what the deuce is this? You know, like yeah. what is this? What it, it, what's beyond that? Yeah. Because you're talking about my hair is the worst of the worst. No. When there are people whose hair is like three times as as uh, as cur- as coarse cool. and curly as your, as yours, and I'm like, you can't claim four C uh, if it's the the if it's the complete extreme of this scale. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and leave out all those other all the all us uh, all these other women or women i mean it's generally women sorry i don't mean to i don't mean to leave all these other people sorry with uh (laughs) people my bad it's mostly women women who are talking about that chart you know um where i'm like what am i for if like for you know what i mean like like 18 i think most and the thing is like i I was told like 4c is anything that especially like the pictures of the charts the pictures they use for the charts like none of them are accurate (laughs) like they're so bad but like they say like 4c would be considered anything that can't um anything that like once it's properly moisturized and detangled and everything it does not like it does not curl also is this is this a black hair chart is it a black hair chart because like often i'll see them uh for the for the uh the other end of the chart use white women or whatever but then they'll use white women for like two-thirds of the chart it makes no sense because most white women don't even have yeah just saying and so i'm like that that's even worse to to 
uh, as far as anything like, is <laughs> ident- identifying your hair pattern, like and the thing is actually like typically Asians actually have the sh- most like the straightest hair that exists. Yeah. Like their hair does really, really uh, um, uh, fine. And but then like a lot of times, uh, yeah, like uh, what's the word for it has a lot of uh, yeah body. I guess is that right? Uh, th- volume. Uh, volume. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, not volume. Thickness. Sometimes, sometimes it's like. Um, but it's str- it's strong. It looks strong. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you can p- pick up the, your hair and like, and like and like and like yeah, move yeah. it, and then you can see the strength of it. You yeah. know, and yeah. and it's not just like oh, it's just really long and fine. Yeah. But it's That's like, and I see that a lot with, uh, which is probably why it makes some of the best hair for um, weaves. for weaves. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah like, have you seen those videos where like like an Asian lady's trying to like like tie her hair like in like a knot, but like you can't because it's like also like smooth and like. Like yeah, it just what? No, I haven't seen it. And I think that sounds cool though. But that that also goes into like a lot of the practices that they put on their hair. Like a lot of people, like not just black women, but like a lot of women and men in general, they try to use it to grow their hair. And they don't realize how they're damaging their hair. Like the whole rice water thing, it's not made for anybody with hair that's not similar to theirs because the protein in that rice water and that starch and stuff, it just dest- it will destroy and harden any other type of hair so like don't recommend that for people but now they're putting that type of stuff on the shelves do you see how like kind of how like it's like people are finding things and they're just either seeking either like long hair or a certain look or whatever and they're just creating a market for it by by over like i don't know the right word to say like they're just pretty much creating a market for something that people are hyping up when it's not made for everything I mean, it's basically a Disney thing. You know, like how Disney wanted to trademark Dia de los Muertos? Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's basically like, oh, this thing is cool. We'll, we'll, we'll claim that and put our mark on that, and, and then we'll be the distributor of that or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yikers. Yeah, no. It's the worst. <laughs> It's this whole thing is like the whole hair thing. It's for for black people. It's just so complicated and it's it's unfortunate and it's so unnecessary because it makes it it makes it harder for the everyday people. It does, and there's a lot of um, misinformation as well. Yeah. Like, but weren't we gonna talk about uh oh yeah mis- uh, misogynist? We're talking about hair for like three minutes. Oh man, it's like a it's a big topic, yeah, 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 bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, a big. T- so it's I was a. Like, we went to like barbershops and all that stuff, but that's like oh, I wanted to talk. Oh my god, yeah, barbershop is a whole scenario. Oh my gosh, beauty salons and barbershops. Yeah. They just need. Like, Especially where salons. like the thing where you walk in and they're just like uh, they're just like um, oh you know like there's no there's no customer service there. Like yeah. I don't know. Not that they're. There's yeah, no it's like it's like you gotta, you gotta like do your you gotta, you gotta like, do your own. Yeah, you're like on your you're on your own for real because like you gotta like yeah. go to like somebody and like you just like whatever you barber you go go to first time is like your barber the whole time. I will say salons and barber I mean, like, like, like oh because it probably is bad etiquette to um swipe somebody's yeah, like, count, other uh, somebody's client especially they like remember you and whatnot. Don't don't be memorable. So awkward. Yeah, don't be memorable but, but one thing I will say is like nowadays we just I guess since we're trying to go to the next topic uh, sorry there aren't as many barbershops or beauty salons anymore which also makes it harder oh, to find true. them yeah. because too many people are trying to be independent and that's also where people are cutting themselves do, doing and, doing uh, hair at home yeah, yeah they're, they're doing their hair at home or they're coming to clients because they're trying to avoid booth 
fees and stuff like that and they're trying to avoid like taxes and different things like that and one thing i will say is like not only are you guys ruining your clientele you're making it harder for you guys to actually gain clients Mm -hmm. and it's like if you don't want to work for somebody go open your own salon stop with all this madness of just traveling to people oh and overcharging and, and and charging a whole lot for for services that are supposed to be rendered regardless of what you're doing to their hair I because people are paying good money and they expect good service and yeah. and not everybody's made to be a business owner yes because there's a difference between getting a bunch right up front and the and and growing profit over time do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so if you charge $200 a pop every time you do someone's hair, eventually you're not going to have anybody who wants you to do their hair. Yeah. But if you charge a reasonable amount, you'll have a loyal and and consistent clientele. Yeah. Um, and overall, that will give you more money uh, uh, in the long run. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't believe in the long run yeah. they believe in the right now right now yeah, but okay. uh, but if you're not thinking that far ahead then and also and also if you don't have that patience yeah. um then there's no there's no way to build a business without that yeah. um and i think i think that the once we once there's someone or people or blah 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 that does that i'd see now see, but then on the other on the other end of that once there is someone who does that they're going to uh, brandify that, and that's yeah. th- that's going to become its own thing, you know. Yeah. Th- that's own bad thing, you know. Like there's a there's a bad side to everything. Yeah, sure. Like I want the middle ground, but the middle ground almost doesn't exist, right. um, especially in a capitalist society like ours. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I feel like there's so many bad barbers, bro. Yeah. It's like just like telling me like it's like at at the old barbershop that I used to go to, like it was like a bunch of like because like the one I had was like decent. But like he left though. He like he left me. I'm sad. Oh. Uh, if you, but like um, but like the new barber that I went to at like the same barbershop was like so like bougie, bro. He was like, I think I told you about him. He was like the yeah, ball, the, the ball guy who kept on talking about like all the famous people. He who's yeah, bro. He him. Did. He had like all the pictures. That's like, so irritating. Bro, nobody gives it. Like nobody cares, bro. Whatever. And then like the last time I like saw him was he was like being all weird and whatever. What do you mean he was being weird? Like, yeah, like um, he was the only one there. So like I went in there, I was like, "Oh, are you, are you gonna be able to cut my hair or whatever?" I was asking him. He's just cutting somebody else's hair. He was like, "Oh, let me let me uh, finish this dude first. I'm like, "No, like I mean, obviously, no, like, like obviously, right?" I, like, like I, I didn't like, come in here and like say, "Hey, stop, stop doing stop. that guy's hair immediately." Oh, yeah, I can tell you, trying to be like tougher because he was like cutting cutting this little boy's hair, and his mom was right there. He was trying to be tough in front of her. I'm like, "Bro, you don't gotta be." Right. Oh, he's trying to he's trying to uh, front like, bro, in front of like, a woman. I was trying to, have to like get him out to an argument or whatever. Get out of here! I just, I just left though. I, good thing I found a new barber. <laughs> he's pretty good though. Pretty Do good, you though. think that maybe the things Shout that the her. things that guys think that women like are not the things that women actually like? Yes, let's go into that misogyny. <laughs> I know she was. I know she was like, "What are you doing talking about?" Obviously, like dummy, <laughs> doofus. Like because a dude doing that. It's not gonna make me go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Telling this little Rude, you're well. a prick. The cat was like fourteen. No, no Mouse was fourteen that like time. You were like fourteen. Oh. I was like fourteen, fifteen. I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Why would their mom still be there? Like at the. <laughs> Like you just drop a fourteen year old off. You're like, hey, just call me back. Call me back whenever yeah, like, you're like, oh, done. Like 
All right, that was it for the hot topics. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. We had fun recording it. <laughs> and peace out. Bye, guys. By the way, we're also now on Apple Podcasts. So if that's your podcatcher of choice, go over there and check us out and leave us a five star review. And just say nice. You don't even have to say anything wild. Just say nice and we'll know that you listened and uh, and liked us. And that way we'll get heard by a lot more people and be able to make way more of these. You can also get a hold of us by emailing us at mail at pennyindies.com. That's penny like the coin and indies like movies. And with that, I leave you with I love bananas. Banana, banana, banana. banana. <laughs> 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 <laughs>